Yeah, it's on. All right. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Well, we haven't started yet. Oh, okay. No, we just do banter and then I introduce you. Oh. Okay, okay, bent. Whitney Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. I love you, how you're like bent. All right. Um, so I'm walking here and there's like this uh this place called the gym. Gym bar. Uh, yeah. Location, 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 huh? What, the gay bar? Yeah. I was tickled. I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, I hate to assume. I'm <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, if you listen to that. I've never heard someone say they've been tickled by a gay bar. <laughs> I was tickled because I'm like, of course he lives around the corner. Yeah, but, yeah, I might I might stop in on, on the way out. You might stop in yeah, on the way watch. out. Yeah, just to watch. Just to watch what? The gay men. Gay men are so happy, though, like in gay clubs. I don't know, but like their personal life. Are but lesbians not happy in lesbian clubs? Angry. Now, obviously, you, you know, you've been to a few. I've, I've been to like maybe two or three lesbian bars in my life. They just stare life. at each other. Really? Yeah, like studs. I don't know, like studs. They like. What they, is, okay, so what is studs? Studs are... The women that okay, for, there's a lot of whole lot of labels and stuff, but like studs are well, the no, women. this is me. It's a learning experience. Okay, so like studs are like women that dress like men, but they're like kind of still feminine, you know. Yeah, oh. so stud, like oh, you're a stud, you know. Uh, that's, that's the best. So, that's the best I got, really. That's so interesting. Yeah, cause there's like there's more than cause there's the other level too where they're like more than studs, like they're just. See, I don't want to get ca- I don't want us to get canceled. So I don't, no, I don't but this use is something. Wrong words. Well, here's the, <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. If this is the language that is used to describe people in the community that you associate with, it's not a bad thing. I mean, like, hello, we have like twinks and bears and otters, and somehow we came up with all the animals in the, yeah. in the animal kingdom <laughs> to describe gay men. People are always like, what are you? And I'm like, well, I'm Middle Eastern. And they're like, okay, so what are you? And I'm like, well, let's see. I carry a lot of uh, water weight in my love handles. <laughs> and uh, and I love to spit. So I'm going to go with a camel. Yo, okay. So that, you know. all right. Let's... So like you, like everybody in their tribe has the various, thing, right? their various things. Yeah. Yes. Like amongst my friends, we use dykes. You know, if I see another deck of bay deck, you know, but like you got to kind of have like a relationship or like a camaraderie. Okay. But stud is like, um, it's, it's common. That's pretty common. Even straight women use it. Really? Yeah. For lesbian women. Uh, yes. Um, so I, 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 I like dyke. I'm a dyke. Okay. But I'm a stud too. Okay. I'm so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm figuring it out. But you know what? Who that is? You've seen her on Bravo. You've seen her on BuzzFeed. You've seen her on VH1. Please welcome the ever so fabulous Whitney Chanel. Hello, 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 hello. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you I for love having this. me. Oh, I'm so glad you're doing this. I've worked with you a <laughs> few times, and every time you just always crush when you're on stage. It's always a delight. You're always just kind of like fun and you have a good demeanor, and you like to talk to people in the like you know you like to Thank talk you. to comedians. Not a lot of people; they kind of keep to themselves. Yeah. So you know you like to keep. Uh, I like this all to you though, because yeah, you're because you're funny. So what I would like to get into in the beginning is why don't we kind of get a little bit of a background of your comedy career and why you started in comedy. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's take it there. So I started comedy about six years ago. And I went to uh, the show Three Mics with Neil Brennan. 
and it was interesting because the show it was my first time actually seeing live comedy or live performance. Yeah. So I went, it was three mics and then at the the like the first mic was like one liners and a stand up and then it's the emotional mic. The emotional mic didn't require any laughter. And I was like, oh. I've never heard of that. What's the emotional mic? So they, uh, so when he's on there, he's literally telling a story about irony. You know, Neil Brennan's, and it's like. I mean, I know who it is. Yeah. But like, I've never heard the emotional mic. The though. emotional mic? Yeah. So he tells a story about like his dad and like how uh, he, he knew that his father hated him. Mm. And his his, uh, his siblings were convincing him to hmm, go see his father while he's on a deathbed. And then he, he didn't want to go, but he went anyway. Mm. And then when he went, um, his father was like, what are you doing here? You're trying to get in the will? And he was like, no. And he's thinking that everybody, like his father wanted to see him. His father did, definitely didn't want to see him. So the point was when he, when he left there, he he was like, no amount of money can, but um, is how do I phrase this? The money wasn't worth anything. What he knew for sure that when his father died, that his father just didn't love him. He gonna put a price on that. So it was really fucking sad. But what I loved about it was that it was just the irony of the storytelling because comedy isn't just about making people laugh. It's about make, making people think. It's about pe- making people feel. So I so when I seen him do that, I was like, oh, okay, you don't got to be funny. I could just go on stage <laughs> and just say some sad shit. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, let me do it. So then that's when I started doing comedy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could get on stage and just be sad. I'm like, I would I wouldn't necessarily sell <laughs> comedy as you don't have to be funny. Really? Well, ooh, I mean, I, I wasn't funny. I wasn't funny for the first like five months of my career. I was, it was very bad. Actually, I was afraid of like, oh my god, I couldn't get to the light. Like you know how you get like five minutes. Yeah. I couldn't get past three minutes. Like really uh, yes it was terrible the first time i got to the light the first time i seen the light i was so excited because like, oh my god i was on stage for four minutes <laughs> but um out of out of yeah it was no brennan that got me on stage yeah. really yeah so but like what was it beforehand was there ever a desire to do stand-up comedy was there ever like a love oh, were you we ever like a- oh my gosh this is something like did you, a lot of people who start doing stand-up comedy watched a lot of it when they were younger or they were around it but mm, so uh, see now see now we about to get deep so i wasn't a fan of comedy actually um like i will watch comedy view when it comes on but for the most part like i, I did i'm not i wasn't a fan of stand-up i didn't want to watch i don't like anything with laugh tracks i don't want to like documentaries and interviews uh so when I began comedy, I had an experience of trauma. I lost my mom. Mm. And because I didn't have nobody to talk to, because all my siblings were experiencing the same trauma, when I seen Neil Brennan being sad and shit, I was like, oh, let me go be sad with a bunch of strangers. So it was a, it was a, it was a way of, uh, it was therapy. But then what happened was I started, like, as I was hanging out with the mics and, you know, seeing comedy, that's when I became studious of it. And I was like, okay, we can't be sad. Let's punch this up. And, then uh, comedy started. So me. you found comedy as a way to heal. Yes, I did. Through trauma, which a lot of comedians do already. Yeah. They do it unintentionally and sometimes intentionally, but that's actually yeah, very, very interesting. That felt good to say out loud. Thank you for that. I felt good to say out loud. I'm like, look at that. I feel like we in therapy right now. I'm like, yeah, I just figured something out. <laughs> I just figured it out, but um, but it's good though. Like that's the thing. It's like you know, I I look at comedy as a place to be where sometimes nowhere else wants me. Yes, 
okay and also like it was about uh for me it was about being around a bunch of people that we had that we shared this common uh love mm. you know and we all do it for different reasons but mm. also just like you comedy take you to some places that you just wouldn't y'all would have never i literally know most of new york city because of comedy it's interesting because for me, I actually talk about some things that I don't think I would have ever talked about openly. Okay, so like, I talk about sucking dick a lot, yeah. and the reason why is because I used to be like a closet. Uh, I don't know what the what's the word for this. I used to be in a closet about that, but like I don't like the word. But I don't like being called bisexual. I just like I, when I joke about, it, I'm like, yeah, I'm sucking dick for us. But in actuality, it's just like no. Nah, just sometimes I just I'm just tired of chicken. I want a steak. What up to, <laughs> but yeah, so that's how you know that's we. <laughs> what? I want what? chicken you, and steak. Okay, so I'm bad at threesomes too, right? So like, when you invite, I want you something know new. I'm gonna use that as an Instagram post. <laughs> be like, I'm tired of chicken. <laughs> like I just sometimes you just get tired. Like you wanna like just branch out. No. Okay, okay, like, okay, so because... Well, you're also talking to the wrong person. You... I have never... He, does, he said, I do not want chicken at I all. Do not, I do not... <laughs> I'm growing up, growing up, my mom always referred to our body parts as chicken. Did you clean your chicken, you know? She referred to your body parts as... Chicken. Chicken? Your vagina's chicken. All right, all right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm from, uh, I, I grew up in the Bronx, but my family's from Florence, South Carolina. So, you know, we're, we kind of, we're Southern. I, it got to be somebody else out there that referred to their vagina as chicken. Well, we have about seven <laughs> listeners. So, and two okay. of them are like in, uh, okay. I think, Sweden. And then we've got another listener in <laughs> Zimbabwe. So I'm not sure. We're hitting the, the North Carolina. We're not. I'm. Sh I'm not <laughs> sure we're hitting the Carolinas right okay. now. Okay. All right. So, going back to stand-up comedy, when did comedy and the art of being able to talk through trauma connect for you? Hmm. Yeah. That's. Oh, you got good questions. It's, it. Like it took about a year in for mm -hmm. me to really start being more vulnerable on stage. There's some things. On, there's some things I still don't talk about on stage. Right. Right now, um, I talk about my sexuality a lot because right. it's just when you're performing, people want to know what they're looking at. Right. You know, and then you got to gain their trust, and then you get to be dark. Um, but it, it took about a year or two in, and it's actually started like when I started touring. Because when I started touring, you have to come up with a new uh, ten to fifteen every three months, and uh, I toured with them for two years, and I had to literally start digging in the crates for material. And by crates, we mean trauma, me mental crates. Yeah, like trauma. Yeah. So comedy picked up for you, and you started enjoying it, and you started noticing that you know, obviously, this is something that you were very passionate about. Yes. You know, has there been any like really? You've been on Bravo, you've been on VH1, mm -hmm. you've been on BuzzFeed. What are those moments like being able to see that what you've worked for as a passion pay off? Uh, that, oh, it's amazing, actually. It's really good. It feels really good. But and another thing, too, is like you just never know who's watching. Yeah. And like it, it'd be a show that could change your life to give you a connection to, some, to, to, to those networks. You know, because a lot of times people, I find that my friends, they apply to do these things. And by the grace of God, I was I was bought on TV twice by accident, 
because someone just knew me and it, and I was referred, you know. Yeah. But that's because you know you when it be the shows you don't want to go to that you go to, and I, I like to show up because uh, discipline is about you know staying committed to the things you said that you're gonna do even when you don't feel like it. So I'll be I'm me being disciplined and me getting those rewards. It's just like okay, and I need to remain disciplined. And another thing about uh, my career is that when I started touring with the Sweet Spot. And I've been I, like be doing 41 cities every three months. Oh my God, it changed my life. And it all came from me doing a show with Lois Thompson at the Brooklyn Moon. And it was and it was a show. It was a free show. A lot of times, comics don't take shows because it, it doesn't pay. I went to that show for just for the thrill of comedy. And this gentleman in the audience, he asked me to do a, sh- a show for him. I'm thinking it's another bar show. Turns out, the first show I did with him was the Howard Theater. And quite, and the craziest part about it, when I showed up to that show at the Brooklyn Moon, I was late, kind of like I was late today, but I was late, <laughs> and and I was able to get on stage, and he seen me, and then the next thing you know, I was a part of this cast. So, um, yeah, it paid off. So, we are going to get into the main part of O Oscar, which is I uh, get to ask my guest what their first gay experience was. So, Whitney Chanel, what was your first gay experience? So, I'm in high school. I'm here with this. Um, I like I like boys, but I still play basketball, so everybody thinks that I like girls. And the, my first gay experience wasn't exactly pleasant because these girls they kept looking at me, and then they followed me in the bathroom, and then they they try to make out with me, but I was really there to use the bathroom. So that was that was my first gay experience. But then the funny part about it is a year later, I actually started liking girls. I don't know. I got convinced. See, there's a little trauma there, right? <laughs> Yo, why why being a comedian is so tra- it's like so traumatizing? Wait, so these girls followed you into the bathroom? Yeah, this was high school. High school, it was a and they followed you into the bathroom. Now, was there during that time not while you were in the bathroom, but mm-hmm. prior? Was there feelings like you had thought of something? Uh, and was this I was reaction more, I was more to, defensive and was the reaction to the women almost like a no this can't be happening just yet uh, that's that's good okay so my reaction to the women was like I was flattered but I was uncomfortable because it was just I just wasn't used to that type of attention like at first it's like me telling people like I like boys and then like you know just being defensive mm. about my sexuality mm-hmm. and then people like yeah okay and then those these women just well they was in a, they was a great above me, and it was like you're you're so cute and they like playing with my hair and stuff in the bathroom and it was kind of like it was, it was just a lot happening at once I was like oh my god, a year later right so I meet this girl named Jessica, and uh, maybe I shouldn't have said her name, I'm, I'm but so you I, meet this girl yeah I meet this girl named Wait, Jessica okay, so yes I'll say she, it over again okay so I meet this girl named Jessica she's amazing <laughs> you still use the name <laughs> sorry I got to do it so she was so cute. She was like a Puerto Rican. She was nice, um, and I don't know. I just had a crush on her. She was my friend, but I was like, I was like, I was becoming the girls that did that thing to me in the bathroom. So I was like, oh, it's not like the abuse, abuse, right? So I'm just like, you're cute, but turned out she she thought I was cute too. Here's what I didn't like though: she smoked cigarettes, right? And so my first kiss was after she finished the Newport, and that was disgusting. Mm. So my first like girl on girl kiss was not was disgusting tasteful yeah and it was in a it, it was in a hallway of a high school 
What's up with high school hallways and stuff? But yeah, it was in the hallway of high school. Never done anything. The uh, only thing I did in high school hallways was run away from bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But thanks for bringing that <laughs> drama. Uh, oh. Um, oh my God. But I would say, like, okay, so that was my first, like, kiss. Um, then a year after that, I got this girl named, well, I'm not going to say her name. I got this girl after that, and uh, she was dope. Um, I fell in love with her. She broke my heart. And then uh, I, like, I was so heartbroken. So can I ask something? Mm. What what happened that you feel opened your mind and heart to, to enjoying ah. women? Okay, so I'm such a Leo. So. I don't know signs, girlfriend. Uh, all right, this, but this is just for you guys. I'm I'll make sure to advertise this to the Leo <laughs> population. Especially, oh, of- I love the compliments. Like, I love the women are like, women listen. Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about, okay. Women listen. And they was listening to me. And they was complimenting me. And, like, also, they was helping me become a better version of me. Because sometimes I would date a girl. And then I'd be like, oh, I like this scent. And now that's my scent. So I'll just become better for the next person. By adapting the things that I learned from women. I've never heard of anyone say that they became a better person because of the sexuality that they were attracted to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, well, I guess. You yeah. Know, yeah you, I mean, I would hope that you date somebody that you become a better person afterward, no matter what sexuality I will say this. The, uh, I don't know what to call them. My current... <laughs> The you, current guy that I am. Let's call him a. Let's give him a day of a week. To, no, you know what though? The <laughs> the guy that I am currently involved with, who is just a wonderful person, um, he changed my life for the better. Mm. He actually made me a better person, and he made me feel like I could be a good boyfriend. Wow. So that is a huge thing that he and you're right so he definitely did make me a better person you know and that's a thing now did i make him a better person hell motherfucking yeah because i i I, bitch i was like hell yes i made him Um, i mean look at me i am debatable guys debatable (laughs) everything that's funny but that's true, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You can. I can see how people, no matter who you're attracted to, hopefully in the end they will make you a better person. Yeah. So, this experience, like of you know being able to come out. Now, was this something that you did come out to? Like, did you come out then, or was this kind of like you just let people know that this is who you are and it didn't matter? So I, I came out in high school and it was easy because everybody already assumed I was gay. Um, what wasn't, what wasn't easy was when this girl broke my heart and I was moping around my house and my mom was like, who's the boy? And I said, his name is Jennifer. And that didn't really work out. <laughs> my mom freaked. Oh my God. She freaked. So I was so at one point she just gave me my own plate, my own spoon, my own fork. She was like, this, these are your dishes. No child of mine. That type of, that type of deal. And then my siblings. It was a very, just like a very traditional upbringing. Yeah. Then. My yeah. mom's like, she was like so Florida, South Carolina, like the whole black people don't really, black people just got on the bandwagon of being gay for real, you know? Yeah. Uh, shout out to the trans community for making that happen. Like, but my sister, my siblings, my sister, my brother, they actually had to have a conversation with my mom so to make it a little bit more normal. Really? Yeah. And then my mom went to meet her. So then that worked out. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then my mother was upset that she was Puerto Rican. 
So it was like not oh like oh so if she got past the gender she was not getting past the race. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, life is interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, this feels good to say out loud. Thank you for this. You're welcome. I'm like glad I'm you're here. I'm glad you're here. So I'm glad that you were able to find kind of like n- now. Do you do you talk about like the trauma of coming out and everything in your comedy? I, I haven't gotten there yet. It's actually really hard for me to talk about my mom on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's some things like you know comedy is tragedy plus time, and I need more time on some certain topics. As as one should, yeah, as one should. But I'm pretty sure it's with kinda... with all of the comedy that you already do and how funny you are, I have a feeling it's going to be very very good. Thank you. I hope You're welcome. so. It's gonna be good. Uh, it's gonna be good. From your mouth to God's ears. Yeah. So, uh, I really appreciate your first gay experience story. We are gonna move on to the next <laughs> segment of O Oscar, which I love, and that is called Disappointed. <laughs> now, Disappointed. <laughs> Is where my guests tell one of their most wild, crazy, embarrassing hookup stories. So, oh my goodness, I feel like anything, I feel like everything that just came to mind right now, but it's like there's a police report or something about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hookup story, not a relationship. Oh uh, no, it's it is it a hookup. Okay. Um, but can I? Well, how about this? Can I tell you what happened before I try to? Uh, so I took this girl on this date. Because this is all ADHD. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I took this girl on this date, and uh-huh. you know, I really wanted to be like, I wanted to get in her pants. Um, it was her birthday. She was wearing all white, and I'm like, yeah, she looked good. But uh, I had too much to drink. We went to the sugar factory. And uh, like on the way out, I, you know, we called this cab, and we sat next to each other, and I had to pee really bad. For whatever reason, I thought I was on the toilet, and I just started pissing in the cab. And her dress was now not yeah that was terrible oh uh, i have like i have i have a very i have terrible like okay so like okay how about this? how did you think that you were in a how did you it think was, that you were on a toilet it was cold right the cab was warm i was drunk it, i was sitting down and i had to go it, i don't know it's just I, and they, what they, happened to her she was pissed like she was furious. We actually didn't speak since then. Um, I, but I really, I really, I really wish I, I really wish I hooked up with her. Oh, I did. Oh, I got another pissing story where I actually did hook up with this person afterwards. So, um, we went out and it was raining outside. Ugh, I have a loose bladder. Whatever. It was raining outside, and she was she was she was, she was taking too long to get into the door, right? And I'm outside. I'm like this. I just started. I, I don't know pee outfit. So I just started peeing. Right. What's so, a pee outfit? So like okay, so I drink a lot. So like I knew that I was there's a possibility of me pissing myself that night. So I wore a pair. I, I wore an outfit of them jeans that I don't mind peeing in. So I, so I'm like I'm on this date, and then we are there. <laughs> Did you just say that you bought a pair of jeans <laughs> that you don't mind pissing in because you get so drunk that you piss in them? <laughs> I I just I what. I know yes, that you, you are laughing because the way I'm <laughs> yes, saying like, it is like actually why? like slower than how you explained it yeah, to me. Yeah, because we were for the snowball so over that. now I'm re-explaining to you, Whitney <laughs> Chanel, that you buy clothes based on the fact that you can piss on them if you get too drunk. Okay. You're right. 
Moving on, right? <laughs> Moving on. So I, I saw I'm peeing. I'm peeing outside in front of the building. I go upstairs, and she was like, "You're not coming in my house with that, with with pee, whatever." So I, I had to get naked. I mean, sounds sounds about right. And, well, I was mad. I didn't, I didn't have pee sneakers anyway. So what? I had. I didn't. I put the piss went all the way down into my my sneakers. Were Please pissing. don't tell me you have pee sneakers. No, and I, I should have had some. But anyway, so she tells me to get naked in the I hallway. I would love to see Whitney <laughs> Chanel going through stores and being like, "Those are good piss jeans. Those are good piss jeans. I like these. These are good. What do you think? Do you think these would be good to piss in? Huh? Huh?" You think these would be good to piss in? Oh my god! Okay, all right, I like them. Should I get them in a in a in another <laughs> color? Okay. It's so crazy because to me, like I never really spent time thinking about that. But so I'm in the hallway, right? And um, I have to get. I'm naked in the hallway now, and uh, she, you know, she gets me dressed, and yeah, she gives me some clothes. I'm dressing on. I'm dressing the hallway. Come inside, and uh, I got the hit that night. You know, I got the hit. This is a girl that stole my dicks too, by the way. She what? She stole my dick. She might want to get her on the podcast. She's a comic. I'm taking what? her. To, I'm taking her to court. It's a whole thing. What but is dicks? My dicks. Your what? Dicks. Dicks. My, yeah, dicks. Like dick, but plural. She stole your dicks. Yes. <laughs> I have a bag of dicks, and she stole them. <gasps> and she now called, Whitney Chanel. She, she the last the time I heard someone say a bag of dicks, it was probably in high school when some. <laughs> Heterosexual guy was like, you better go eat a bag of dicks. That's now, <laughs> however, in this scenario, can you please explain to our seven listeners, oh, two from Sweden and one from Zimbabwe, what a bag of dicks you are referring to? So after I pissed in the hallway, I mean, after I pissed outside, I changed my clothes, I'm going inside, I have these dicks. And there's like four of them, and they're in a bag. It's a Jordan bag. You and walk around with dicks. If I know I'm gonna hit that night, yes. And we say like dicks as in dildos, right? Yes, dildos. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> oh yes, I'm happy to clear that up. Yeah, <laughs> dildos. Yeah, so I got four dildos. Maybe some. I have paddles in there too. But yeah, yeah. But the point is, I started peeing, and I still got to hit that night. And but the thing is, I didn't leave with with my dicks because she stole them, and she called the cops on me when I tried to get them back, and. The cops came and they laughed at me and I didn't get a police report. Well, listen, Whitney, I love you, I'm but excited. telling the cops that you left a bag of dicks. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Whose side are you on? Okay. Those are my dicks. I mean, she I'm stole on them. your side, Whitney. I'm on your side. I just want you to hear it from someone else's point where you're like, I could just imagine this police report. Like, excuse me, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'd like to report some stolen dicks. Okay. Yeah, it was two of them, and they they it was a oh my. Were these expensive dicks? Yes, they. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting really passionate about this. It's okay. Breathe yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. Breathe through it. They were. They meant a lot to me because it took a, it takes a while to get used to these dicks, and I had names for them, and I don't. You I had don't, names for your dildos. Yes, it was Ebony, Midnight, Pinky. <laughs> And Doug. So sorry. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Um. What the hell? <laughs> Ebony, Midnight, Pinky, Pinky and, and what? Doug. Doug was my favorite. He's blue. Doug. Yeah, Doug. Like Doug's funny. Yeah. You know the do 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 do. 
I don't know if I answered the question, but that was a that was a wildest. Me peeing, me peeing, still getting, uh, still getting some uh, <laughs> that night, but leaving without my dicks. That that was bothersome. And she peed on me that night too. I'm still on the fact that you had four dicks that were named Midnight, Ebony, Pinky, and Doug. And Doug. Yes. So Doug was longer. Pinky was like the booty dick, like it's a little short. Midnight was like it was a little thick. Um, Ebony was Ebony was like the relationship dick. That dick was like you don't pull that shit out for just anybody. Yeah. And that's like that's the thing. We have a relationship. I don't even. I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Well, I'm just saying I had a relationship with these dicks. They meant something to me, and they meant something to the people that I slept with too. We are gonna move on to the final part of O oh Oscar, which is the gay DHD Q and A wheel. Now, what you'll do is you'll spin, and then answer the questions. So go ahead and give it a good spin. And what does that say? Guilty pleasure song. Ooh, what is your guilty song pleasure? Mm, um, <laughs> I, I guilty. Gotta be guilty about it. Yeah, it's one of those where you're like, I don't want people to know. Ooh, I don't want people to. know. I'll give you an example. Mine is Justin Bieber's "Sorry." Okay, um, I will go with Avril Lavigne. Fall to pieces. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, it's a few, but I'm I was, I'm a big fan of Avril. And uh, is I, there any meaning behind that song? No, she's just depressed. And like when I was listening to it, it was the early 2000s, and I you know I was I was young, and I'm just like, oh, it's nice to hear a white woman being sad. <laughs> I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, because really, it's like, you know, watching like the Britney Spears and the Arrogant I like, love you so yeah, much. That's like, one so of the, my favorite responses ever. <laughs> I just want you to know that. All right, go ahead and spin it one more time. <laughs> the question is, Whitney Chanel, do you like sex loud or quiet? Quiet. I love quiet, I love quiet sex. Because like, there's nothing like dealing with somebody that's talking too much. You know, like I could come up with. You my don't own. even like moans. It's okay. It's not needed. You don't think that moaning is a sign of gratification? It is. It is. Is it necessary though? No. <laughs> is it? I mean, I like quiet. I'd like to put that out there that sometimes the moaning is not necessarily. Yeah, because you know who you are when I'm saying this. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, like not everybody's moan is like a, you know. You know, I like quiet sex. Sex is quiet. Sex is nice, and you get a, you get time to think about somebody else. It's really good. You want to spin it again? Wait, what? <laughs> so you get time to think about somebody else? Wait, what? Yeah, because the thing is, if they keep talking. Or making noises, you can't really escape to that place where you really want to be. You know what I mean? Winnie, I think feel like this is a conversation for your therapist. You know, this a <laughs> spin the wheel, Whitney. <laughs> what celebrity would you want to lose your virginity to? Oh my goodness! Oh, Aquaman. 
Really? Yeah. So like because I like girls, when I when I think of a guy, he has to be like a beast, and he seems so beasty. Really? Yeah. I don't know his name, but I know he just got he just had a divorce, and he liked little women because he was with the little girl. I mean, pause. That sounded crazy. He was with a little wife. Wait, Jason Momoa? Him. He's Aquaman, right? I think so. You don't watch? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> All right, well, him. Jason yeah, he was married Momoa. to uh, Miss... Uh, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Yes. I think I think we're the same height. And he's just looking. Like he could pick me up and stuff. I don't know if you get picked up on your virginity. So can though. I ask you something? Hmm. With that said, would you be open then to a long-term relationship with either a man or a woman? Long-term with a woman, yes. Long-term with a man, not so much. Because hmm. I don't really care about their like favorite color or their birth order or anything like that. <laughs> Love how you're like, I don't care about their color or their favorite, their favorite color, or their <laughs> the birth, birth order. order. Yeah. I don't, what is birth order? Like if they're the only child, if they're the middle, the baby. Never heard birth order. Yeah, birth order. Like, are you the oldest, the middle, Oh, the maybe it's because I'm an only child. Oh. oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, I don't care about that. Whitney Chanel, thank you so much. Thank for you. On. I oh, this Oscar. Wheel. I know. Isn't it adorable? The wheel yes, is adorable. This is a trap. Um, uh, where can everybody check you out, Whitney? Oh, uh, please check me out on Instagram um, at, at Whitney Chanel Comedy, and uh, that's really just where I want you to find me. I post every all my updates there. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to get five k uh, followers. You'll get it. Yeah, yeah. With your help, certainly. I hope so. I mean, we got seven. You'll get at least seven <laughs> more, Whitney. You'll get. At thank least you, seven Oscar. More. No, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. I love please the lighting in here. Of course, right? You know, girl has to get that lighting right, girl. You know. <laughs> But please check out Whitney Chanel at Whitney Chanel Comedy for all of her upcoming shows and videos and all that good stuff. So, girl, love you. High five. Hey. You are an awesome guest. I will see you all next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. Toodles.